Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking how to stormproof your finances. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. My, oh my, have we had an interesting couple of days, right? I mean, just on the heels of Hurricane Harvey, all of a sudden now Florida and Uh, A lot of the eastern seaboard is prepping for Hurricane Irma. We've got the Experian data breach, the security breach. I mean, it just feels like it is coming at us at every 
single direction. And so this week, we decided to just do some podcasts about all the crap that is happening lately. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stormproof your finances. And I think this is such a good topic because whether you live in an area that is prone to natural disasters like hurricanes or tropical storms or earthquakes uh, like we do out here on the West Coast, you know, natural disasters can happen absolutely anywhere. And so it's always good to be prepared. In fact, you know, there are all these stories of, of weird things happening in places where you just never thought, you know, something would happen. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy, right? I mean, we did not think that in less than a month, we would have two category four hurricanes in basically the same area, you know, really wreak havoc on so many different, um, areas of the United States, so many different lives, so many different houses. I mean, it's just, it feels like we can't even recover from one thing before, you know, the next thing happens. And so I I definitely want to say quickly though, I know that the Experian breach has a lot of people really, really worried and I'm interviewing a bunch of people and I'm going to put together a podcast for you on Wednesday. So I'm going to try and bring you as much information as I can humanly possibly pull together from some experts about what you need to do, what you need to be aware of, and um, you know, have you really be on the lookout for that because that is a really, really serious thing. And unfortunately, those kind of data breaches are just going to happen more and more. And really, none of us are secure from that happening. The best we can do is, you know, take kind of preventative measures and then know what to do after the fact. But today we're talking about another kind of disaster, right? Um, Those of you that are listening to the podcast that are going through Hurricane Irma or that went through Hurricane Irma, certainly my thoughts and prayers go out to you and hopefully you and your family weathered the storm. I have been literally glued to the TV watching the coverage. I mean, it's, it's just... I, I I don't know. I can't even describe it. It's just, it's so interesting to me that, you know, we, we can have these up to the minute, um, you know, interviews with people that are going through the storm and that we, it's almost like we can sit here in other places and, and watch what's happening. It just, it blows my mind. And yet I know how serious it is because I've lived through hurricanes myself and, uh, you know, we didn't have all this kind of 24 hour news coverage. And so, you know, you were left in the dark a lot of the time trying to figure out what the heck was going on. So, you know, I know it can be super, super scary. So definitely if anybody's listening who has gone through the hurricane, please know that I'm thinking about you. And this podcast, again, this is for, this is for everyone, everyone to be prepared. And I know this isn't exactly like the most fun topic to talk about, right? But you know, it's going to save you a lot of hassle, a lot of headache, a lot of heartache, potentially if, you know, something does happen to you. There is a natural disaster that happens where you live. And one of the most important things that you need to know is creating electronic copies of key documents. And I think, you know, there's so many things now where there are uh, PDFs or digital copies, but then there's a lot of stuff where there isn't, you know, and these are just kind of like loose papers hanging around your house, or maybe they're in file folders or in a file cabinet. But, you know, if there's a natural disaster and you can't actually get to some of these documents that you need, uh, a lot of things could be, you know, a hassle for you. So, you know, what I'm talking about is really key documents like bank statements, tax returns, any identification documents like passports 
or any of those, um, you know, types of really important information documents. Insurance policies is a big one. You know, life insurance companies, especially, they don't like to do digital copies. They do hard copies of your policy. And while you can always get a duplicate copy of your policy if you lose it, so don't freak out if you ever lose it, you can always get a duplicate policy. You can't get a PDF version of your life insurance policy unless you create a PDF version of it yourself. So whether it's homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance or pet insurance or any type of insurance that you have, health insurance, your health insurance cards, all of those documents that you just sort of take for granted, you know, make sure that you, you create electronic copies of these documents. And then the second part of that is just keep them safe, right? So they need to be in like a waterproof container, fireproof box, or better yet, I always suggest, you know, a safety deposit box or even if you need to just make copies of these documents, send them to a family member or a friend that you really, really, really trust. Because <laughs> remember, a lot of these documents have like your social security number on it and lots of information that you just wouldn't want to get out. But, you know, send them to them or send them, you know, a, a flash drive or something like that so that they have a copy and that they don't live in your same vicinity. So, um, you know, I had a friend once who said to me like, well, you told me to make all these all these you know, electronic copies of documents and give them to a friend. And so I gave them to my friend that lived 10 minutes away and her house got wiped out too. And I'm like, well, that's good in theory. (laughs) But the bad news is, is that, you know, you need to go outside of your vicinity because if something happens to your house, then the likelihood of it happening to somebody else's house is, you know, fairly substantial in kind of a natural disaster. I realized that, you know, I should have probably like specifically specified that. I kind of thought, well, maybe that's inherent, but maybe it wasn't. So I'm going to specifically specify that, that, you know, it should be in some location that is far away from where you live. If you're self-employed, remember, you got to keep all your important document, tax documents back seven years, including all the receipts you use for deductions. This could be a pain in your ass. There are um, a lot of uh, special scanners you can use where you can actually scan in your receipts or my God, there's so many great apps now that you can use. Um, I use fresh books. Uh, there's a million of them that you can use where you can actually take a picture of the receipt and then it stores in the app, right? Uh, so that is a, is a really good thing just to make sure that you have that because if all that paperwork is lost and you get audited, you know, there's, there's probably some way that you can, you know, probably, <laughs> I don't know, maybe get out of it because there was a natural disaster, but I wouldn't hold my breath about that, right? I would just make sure that I'm that I'm super prepared. Also, if you've got social security cards lying around, citizenship papers, marriage license, divorce decrees, child custody paperwork, um, military IDs, or if you need, you know, special vaccinations or any of those things, those are all important documents that you need to make digital copies of, again, and just to keep somewhere else, <laughs> somewhere other than your house or near your house. A lot of times people forget about property records. Like if you just bought a house, right, you have a deed of trust, you have mortgage documents, uh, a rental agreement, um, you know, registration and title on different things. So there, there's really a laundry list of things that we just completely take for granted. I'm going to include a lot of these 
items and suggestions in the show notes. So uh, hopefully you can use it just as a list to kind of jog your memory and go, oh yeah, I forgot about, forgot about that. I forgot about that. And, you know, take a day, take even a weekend. And if there are two of you, if you have a roommate or boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, you know, come up with an action plan of how you're going to digitize all this information where you're going to keep it, and then let each other know. (laughs) Another story, uh, I had friends that went through another hurricane. They were married, and they did this. They did the prep, right? So they, they took pictures of everything. They did all of this stuff, but they forgot to tell each other where the stuff was kept. So um, the wife had left, the husband had stayed, the wife knew where the stuff was, the wife thought the husband knew where the stuff was, the husband didn't know where the stuff was. So the husband ended up needing to evacuate the house, there was actually a flood in the house, and all the work that they had done to kind of set up this information um, was washed away, right? Their paper copies, their electronic copies, everything was gone. And the wife was just, as you could imagine, um, a little bit livid with the fact that the husband didn't get the electronic copies. And the husband, of course, was like, well, you didn't tell me where they were. So it was just a complete miscommunication. It was a natural disaster. You know, the last thing you're probably thinking about is some of that stuff. So that's why, like, if you do it on the front end, you know, you don't get in that panic situation where you're having to, A, remember where you put stuff because that's half the battle, right? (laughs) Um, or B, you're having to even worry about it or think about it. You know, that's why I'm a huge fan of just keeping it outside of your house because I know in like an earthquake, you know, we have a fireproof safe, but in an, in, in an earthquake, if there's structural damage to the, to the house, the last thing I'm going to be thinking about is, oh, I got to go grab my fireproof safe, even though I know how important it is, right? I'm going to get the hell out of the house. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnit in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. 
Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. 
Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. So, um, you know, in, in, in an earthquake, things move. You know, even in a flood, things float, right? They float to other areas of the house. And so, you know, when you go back in to try to, like, assess damage things aren't where you left them. And so, you know, again, just get it out of the house, get it out of the house, get the digital copies out of the house, leave the papers in the house. If, if that's what you feel comfortable with, there's absolutely no harm in that. Just know that the, the papers might be gone or damaged or burned or, you know, whatever it may be. Another thing to really think about is, you know, obviously I talk a lot about having an emergency fund of cash that you have for emergency emergencies that you have in a bank account, but what I would do is keep a stash of cash, and it's again totally up to you how much that is. Um, you know, whether it's a couple hundred dollars or even a thousand dollars, I've heard a lot of people do in cash in a safe place, hidden. Please, please, please hide this away where a place where only you and whoever you live with know where this cash is. Don't put it in an obvious place, right? Um, a lot of times people tuck cash in uh, drawers and then if they're robbed or something like that, that's like kind of the first place where robbers go to find stuff. Um, I feel like I'm sharing all these stories about like terrible things that have happened to me lately, but uh, my house was robbed quite a few years ago and they didn't ransack the house. They stole my car out of the garage. They actually closed the garage after they stole my car, which I thought was like, oh, wow, that's really nice of you, right? Um, But they had gone and they had taken money out of all of these kind of uh, places that I had had money placed where I thought were safe hiding places, and they weren't right? In, in actuality, and now that I think about it, I'm like, that was really dumb. That was easy for them to find it. So they found money, they took a few other things, but they didn't actually ransack the house. So, um, you know, put, again, put these in like places where you don't think most people would look for them. I even know that people had, have put jewelry that's in the house. They've hidden jewelry in like their laundry room near, like behind the laundry soap, things like that. Like most people aren't going to think, oh, you're going to hide stuff in your laundry room, right? I'm probably now giving people a lot of ideas about that, <laughs> but you get the idea, like put it someplace different. So 
your emergency fund is cash. It is cash. It's someplace stored where you can get to it. And the reason you do this is because in a lot of natural disasters, the banks aren't open, the ATMs aren't working. If there's not electricity, you can't get cash. And if you need cash, if you need food, if you need to buy water or something like that, you know, they're usually not going to have, you know, a lineup to get your credit card or your debit card run. So the cash just helps kind of tide you over for a couple of days. Another thing, if you if a storm's coming, if a natural disaster is coming, I know a lot of these you can't prepare for, but put all your bills on auto pay. Um, I'm a big fan of auto pay anyway. I know that a lot of people don't like it because you got to have enough cash in your bank account. I get it, but if you know your numbers, if you if you follow the system that I talked to you about budgeting, I don't care how much or how little money you have in your bank account, you can figure out how to structure the auto pay so it flows with your paychecks. Remember, you can also change the due dates on bills. You can move them out so that you can flex your money so not everything is due at the first or not everything is due at the 15th. But the reason you want to do this is because even after a natural disaster, a lot of the creditors, they don't care. If your bill is late, your bill is late, and it's going to start affecting your credit score. So just putting it on auto pay, just make sure that it gets paid. You don't even have to, like, in a natural disaster, the last thing you want to think about is, oh, wow, did I pay my AT&T bill or did I pay my uh, cable bill, right? You're not thinking about that stuff. And lastly, you know, put your cell phone to use. You've, you've got this great cell phone. Uh, we do so many awesome things on it, but use this to document your valuables. I prefer a video, but you can certainly take pictures, take pictures of everything, computers, jewelry, artwork, collectibles, any of these types of things and go room to room, right? So take the video of like, okay, this is our living room and here are the things in the living room. I often find it beneficial too if you're talking through it, like I have a, a Apple laptop and an Apple desktop and I have, you know, 15 cookbooks and, you know, I mean, not the, not the little stuff, but, but anything that is of value to you, talk through it, right? And then of course, just make sure that you back up your cell phone uh, preferably to like a external storage device so that, you know, you have that information so that if you need to have an insurance claim, um, or, you know, collect in your homeowners or your, uh, renter's insurance or anything like that, you've got documentation of what was in your house before the natural disaster. It's one of the best and easiest ways to go about this. You know, I also use this trick uh, we're going to talk tomorrow a lot about, you know, uh, what happens if you get stuck somewhere on vacation and there's a natural disaster. But, you know, you can use this before you travel too. I do this all the time. I take, I lay out everything that I'm going to take on the trip, right? Like on my bed. And I take a video of, of everything because if my luggage is lost and I've had this happen before where my luggage has been lost for a very, very long time, you have to fill out a claim form and, um, you have to go item by item. I'm talking about like how many pairs of underwear you had in there, uh, how many shirts, how many pairs of jeans or whatever it may be. Like who remembers that? You're on vacation. You don't remember what you actually packed. I mean, you may remember vaguely, but um, you know, usually don't remember it in detail. And you want to remember it in detail because you want cash for the stuff that's missing. So a video is just like, it's the most foolproof way to jog your memory, to not have to think about this kind of stuff. 
So, you know, set some time aside, set some weekend aside where you go through, you make all digital copies of everything, put them on an external drive, put them on a flash drive, something like that, get them outside your house, start that cash emergency fund, you know, hide it someplace safe, and then go around your place and just video everything, talk your way through it. But you're going to be able to use that as backup. And that is going to save you so much time, so much headache. It's going to let you collect so much faster than people who don't remember or having to, you know, recount certain things and then try to provide, uh, try to provide documentation of the stuff that you actually bought. All right. Again, I can't say it enough. My heart goes out to everyone that was impacted by Hurricane Harvey, everyone that was impacted by Hurricane Irma, anybody else around the world. If you're in a natural disaster, you know, my heart goes out to you. These, these are terrible, terrible things that happen. And, you know, there are lots of lives lost. And even if a life isn't lost, you know, losing your house or losing your belongings is certainly something that is definitely devastating, right? So, share this podcast with your friends, share this with your family, help everyone get prepared, check out the show notes. I'm going to have a list to a lot of different things in there that should help you out in kind of prepping or storm proofing your finances. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, please share it with your friends, encourage them to subscribe and share it with their friends. 